Good evening all and welcome back to my podcast. Um, I actually started uh, the podcast uh, about a month or two ago now, as some of you will recall. Some of you may have listened to it. It was on It was on a service called Podbean. Um, I said that I'd make a podcast every Tuesday, or that was the aim, or I'd go there and thereabouts. I wouldn't be exact, but, you know, every eight, nine days. Um, just, when I, just when I had time to do it, really. Um, and then come, uh, I did the first the first podcast. It went very positive, got very positive reviews, uh, lots of um, suggestions to improve. And, uh, yeah, it, I went to record the second one. I recorded the second one. Uh, and I went to upload it, and it said, uh, you can't do that, you have to pay to. And unfortunately, I'm not made of money, because I'm a student, and um, and yeah, I'm just basically not going to pay to disseminate my news and opinions to you all. So, uh, I didn't do one, I didn't get round to, I, I did actually download this app that I'm using it on now, a bit back, but I've just not got round to it, because my idea was that I'm going to try... And, it, and I'll say now that it won't be every night because I'm a busy man. I'm doing a work placement at the moment. I'm on work experience with Gem 106 in Nottingham or Nottingham um, and or, or Shottingham as as, uh, as it's well known. And as, it, as I've found out, it has been when I've been doing uh, news for Gem 106. Uh, I... I I'm going to try and do it every night, but that's probably not going to be possible. And it's gonna it's gonna be a very simple format. It's gonna be, um, you know, I'm gonna give predictions. Uh, well, I'm gonna as of this next episode. This episode is obviously there's not been a game yet, but I'm gonna do every night a review of the games that have just gone, and then a predictions for the games the next day. And of course, I'll speak through any talking points, any other news. Um, certainly, I'm gonna put, I'm gonna um, pad this first episode out because, um, of course, the, the 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 only game that we've got is Russia versus Saudi Arabia, the first game of the tournament, the the opening ceremony, and the and the first game of the tournament is tomorrow, uh, and then and then actually a lot as far as the first day goes, um, thrilling game in prospect. Um, I'm not really sure what sort of prediction to make, um, other than it's going to be maybe the most boring World Cup opener of all time. But then again, South Africa versus Mexico had that prospect and it ended one-one, but it was still a, you know, a pretty pretty good opening game. But yeah, so obviously, obviously the big thing is now that. Uh, the, the 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 big news that I will get onto is that Spain uh, have parted ways with um, uh, Julian Lebagabagabag, um, and uh, I'm not even sure his first name is Julian. You know, now I'll come to mention it, I'm just gonna call him JJ or something or JL. JL will do. We'll call him Julian Lesbo, whatever his name is. Uh, now it's Lepegli, Lepegli, or Lepegli. Um, I sound like I sound like Paul Merson more and more every day. That's the big news of the day, and of course that puts a bit of a scupper into Spain's preparations. Ideally, you don't want to be sacking the manager twenty four hours before World Cup, but I, I will get onto that discussion. 
uh, and go into depth why I feel that you know it's it, it could be the right decision um, but I'll, I'll get to that it's just a nice little teaser for you uh, and yeah so the, the, the format will be a uh, the a review of the games bef- the night uh, on that night, and then predictions for the games after. And I'll also revisit predictions and 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 you know uh, see see how I do. Um, now international football, uh, I don't claim to be any expert at all. Um, many of my predictions were probably wildly wrong. Um, for example, like uh, in in the France group, I think we got France, Denmark, and Peru. I mean, I, I, I might, I could be totally wrong there. I could be making that up. Um, but in in that group in particular, I was like, "Ah, oh, what's France and Denmark in it?" But I've been reliably informed that Peru are actually a very decent outfit nowadays, um, which I just wouldn't have any clue about. As I say, I don't claim to, I don't claim to be uh, a footballing genius. I don't claim to have extensive knowledge. My my scouting database is is very limited to just my brain and um and yeah so as i say i'm I'm no expert but i'm gonna i'm gonna give me predictions anyway and we'll see how it goes um and and yeah and i'll sort of do a thing as well where uh before a prediction for every game is a player to watch out for uh, for each game and then I'll always do like a sort of my man of the match or comment on an individual performance uh, it, sh- it should bulk it out quite well we should be getting decent sized podcasts every night <coughs> the thing the thing with uh, no, I, this is a bad time to get a really chesty cough isn't it <coughs> excuse me um, the, the thing is with my work placement I'm doing it 9 to 5 Monday to Friday uh, and then I am uh, then I am getting home. Uh, but although I was in, I was in till six today, for example. So of course, nine to five also means that a lot for the for the particularly the group stage. Um, you know, a bulk of it, or at least half of the group stage. Um, I'm going to be struggling to see the full games. Now I think I think. My TV, uh, the TV that, not my TV, my friend's TV, whose house I'm staying at, Big Up Mill. I think the TV has got a record function on it. I'm not entirely, I should have the remote next to me actually. Um, There there is a record button, whether it works or not remains to be seen. But it it did seem like it had that capacity, I'm pretty sure. Um, So what I'm going to do, I'm going to get home every night at about... You know, I'm going to rush home. I'm going to try and get home most nights for about 20 past 5, half past 5. Um, and then I'm going to try and cram in. Uh, well, I, I can literally cram in before the, the 7 o'clock game. A game. Um, I'm going to have it on the TV. The TV's in, in, in sight of the kitchen, so I'm going to make me tea while watching the game. Um, the the um, one it'll be the one o'clock game I'll be watching when I get in because the four o'clock game will have just about finished, um. So I'll, I'll want to catch up. The the difficulty of course is that then straight after that I'll be watching the seven o'clock game, and then after that it's it's getting quite late too. Well, to be fair, not really. Although, although I'm, I'm not sure exactly what time I'm not sure what time the kickoff exactly is. Whether it's seven o'clock or seven forty-five, it's seven o'clock, I think, isn't it? It will be our time. 
Um, I think they're the actual timings of the games rather than the start of the coverage. I could be wrong. I could be entirely wrong. Um, and it, it could be later kickoffs. Um, but you know, I will try my best to watch the full games because I'm 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 conscious that just watching highlights isn't really going to give the full picture. Even though I can still give my opinion on what I saw, I do want to sort of see the play. I want to show you my tactical nous and that I am a budding Gary Neville in weight. Um, but yeah, so if if I do watch all the games, you know, it's going to be late podcast going up. Possibly, you know, you're talking that I'm going to be uploading them in the morning um, or uploading them at night, linking them in the, and then linking them the, the following morning for you all to wake up to, which, you know, isn't a bad thing because you can listen to it when you wake up, listen to it on your on your bus into work or into, um, I would say, uni, but I guess it's all finished for the summer. Bus to see your friends or if you're in the car going anywhere, then you can listen to my lovely Mancunian dulcet tones. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm sorry, I've got Family Guy on in the background and it says, hey, Lois, anal tonight, or canal tonight, sorry. Shouldn't really be watching Family Guy while trying to do a podcast where I'm meant to be giving an informed opinion, but there we are. Uh, so yeah, where was I? I, I am. I, I'm sorry. I am rambling on a bit for the first episode, and that's not through lack of preparation because I know exactly what I want to say. It's just that you know it, it is a bit disjointed. We've not quite got to the first game yet, so it's it's quite difficult. Um, at, but basically, I'm going to get on to now. Uh, Russia versus Saudi Arabia is the first game of the tournament. What a thriller! The thriller in Manila, it it is, it, you know, it's got the prospect to finish nil nil, hasn't it? It, it really has, and and that, that would be just awful. Saudi Arabia offer nothing. Um, I, I feel like I've read somewhere that they're a good attacking, uh, you know, they're a good attacking outlet and 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 uh, outfit, not outlet. Um, and and you know they 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 I mean you know the the thing with Saudi Arabia is no one has given them a chance really so they will play without fear and just proper go for it but at the same time they're just not very good also not very good are Russia although a lot of people are saying I I think I think it's true correct me if I'm not but Russia are the lowest ranked team in the um, I'm not sure if they're still the Coca Cola World Rankings the FIFA World Rankings anyway the international rankings. Um, Russia are the uh, lowest ranked team. They're about fifty second again. Don't quote me on that. Like that, that could be wildly off. I just feel that I have read that somewhere. Um, but that is disjointed by the fact that, of course, they haven't had a qualifying campaign because they qualified as hosts, so they haven't really had the chance to shine. Um, they've got, you know, some players that have got really good. Uh, tournament experience now you think of Akin Feyev who has never in tournaments he's, he's not not so much not shown up has been a liability um, but I've, I've always believed he is inherently a good goalkeeper um, also Alan Zagoyev or Zag is it Zag I actually I actually did used to be able to say his name Zagoyev Zagoyev Alan um, Alan uh, was 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 all the rage back in? It, it may have been Euro two thousand and eight, possibly. 
which is which is ten years ago now. That can't be right. I think I think I'm chatting shit there. I must be chatting shit for me to say. Maybe I'm thinking World Cup 2010 or something. But I remember when it, when he burst on the scene, um, and there was a big there was everyone was raving about him, um, and you know he, he's never quite developed into the world beater many thought he could be. Um, but again, he, he's he's a steady head in that team now. He's got the tournament experience. And, you know, they, they do have decent players. Like, you know, the, 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 there's goals in that team. It's just whether the system will gel. Obviously, you've got the pressure of performing in front of the home fans in the opening game of the World Cup. The Russian fans expect nothing less than winning, don't they? Let's be honest. They're, they're, not, they're not very... Um, they're not very you, you know, un, understanding as it was, they they just feel like we've won the we've we've they've won it already in their heads, and and if they don't, you know, if they don't win it, then I get the feeling that the Russian ultras will be filling in a few Russian national squad legs, as it were. So, anyway, I mean, I I can't really go into great detail. I'm not claiming to be either an expert on the Russians or the Saudi Arabians. I know a little bit more about the Russians. Um, and it's whether, you know, do they thrive under the home atmosphere or do they crumble? Um, to be honest with you, I feel that... And, it, and I, you know, it, I, I could go on and on about predictions. of. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to tell you the prediction for my winner. Um, on the second item on the agenda, after I've discussed this, it's all you know. It's it, I do feel that Russia will will get out of the group. I don't feel that Egypt are good enough. People seem to forget that Egypt scraped qualification, scraped qualification in a qualifying game in in the last in the in the crunch game. With, with late Mo Salah goals. Now, Mo Salah, we don't even know. Is, is he fully fit? We don't know that. It is an unknown quantity. And I, I really, you know, I'm, I'm not so sure myself. I don't think he's going to have the... He's not, I don't think he's going to light the World Cup up. And I don't... And I think Egypt don't really have a plan B. Um... I, you know, I, I can't go into it too much because I'll be discussing this tomorrow night on, on tomorrow's podcast. But, uh, you know, who have they got to fall back on, really, if Salah doesn't play Trezeguet on the wing? Trezeguet's decent. Um, otherwise, like, you know, El Nenny's not going to bag your goals, is he? If, fuck it, he's fucking El Nenny, isn't he? Like, what's El Nenny going to bag you? Um, I just... Yeah, so for me, Russia will get out of the group. I do firmly believe that. Um, in fact, to be fair, on, on my podcast on on the first on the first podcast of every group, I can of course give me group predictions. So I may as well now give you my group predictions um, for Group A. Uh, so it breaks it up one one per night. Is it one per night? Might be two per night. Oh, yeah. uh, or near enough. Um, my prediction for Group A is that Uruguay will be comfortable, but I, I genuinely don't feel that Uruguay are as good as a team as people make out. They're getting dumped out in the last 16. They're probably going to come up against, well, it would have been Portugal, possibly Spain now. Um, they're they're going to get dumped out. Uruguay squad, 
just just it isn't it isn't a good squad. Like you've got players, you've got Godine, you've got Suarez, you've got Cavani, of course. You do have them individual players, but I think as a squad, I don't think I don't think they're a, a particularly impressive unit at all. Um, but they weren't saying that they will top the group because the gr- the group's just easy pickings from they could easily leave that group with nine points. Now the 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 point I'm going to get to is that the tomorrow's game. Um, I I think it'll be a cagey affair. I think Russia will be knocking on the door a fair bit. Um, and I feel that Saudi Arabia could grab the first goal. If, if there are going to be goals, I do feel that Saudi Arabia could, on the counter-attack, bag a goal. And then, you know, with 30 minutes of the game remaining, it poised at 1-0 to Saudi Arabia. You have to question Russian tactics, Russian bottle. Will they be able to, you know, salvage it? Will they be able to come from behind and win? Will they be able to salvage a draw? And I do expect them on this occasion to salvage a draw. I think it's going to be 1-1. I don't like to sit on the fence, but I I just have a a strange feeling that it's probably going to be 1-1. I don't think Russia are going to, you know, get into it and kick off well. I don't think they're going to be... Right from the start, I think it'll be cagey. It'll be it'll be an awful game of football. Um, and 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 I'll make sure I watch it before Love Island definitely because I'm not missing Love Island for it. Um, and I just, yeah, I just I, I just have a funny feeling it'll be one one. Saudi Arabia will take lead or or Saudi alcohol from now on, and Russia should should bag one late just to. Avoid the egg on the face, but it will not set them up well. Um, and then I'll leave my Uruguay and Egypt prediction for tomorrow. But as I say, big yard, big yard, getting tired. Um, as I say, one one uh, player to watch is um, a certain. Now I always get mixed up, but. There are two Mirinchuk brothers, I think they're brothers, I hope they're brothers, uh, at the uh, at the World Cup. And I think it's Anton, I think, who is the uh, who is the uh, the one who they predict to light light the world up, light the world stage alight, as they did with, with Alan not so long ago. Not not so many blue moons ago, but this kid from what I hear sounds sounds a pretty decent operator. I think he's got six appearances already, um, and he you know he's he's looking he's looking a bright spark. He might be the spark that Russia need to you know unlock um, what will be probably a very t- watertight not watertight but but a very compact Saudi defense um, and also you know. Uh, a, a, a Uruguay defence that has that has that sort of the metal that Godin and Jimenez, who was signed a new contract with Atletico today, I believe, or, or not so long ago. Uh, it, it should be on my phone notifications because I don't remember knocking it off. But there we are. I, I'm pretty sure I'm not lying. I think Jimenez signed a contract today. Anyway, they provide steel to that back line, um, and you know you're going to need someone. Who's going to open it up? Someone who who offers that something a bit different, who likes that fluid style of play. And I think, from what I hear, 
because I can't claim that, you know, I can't claim that I've watched this kid. I'm not even bothered watching YouTube videos to back up my point. From what I hear, he's a very uh, talented little individual and he should, um, he should emerge from his brother's shadows, as it were. Alexi, I think his brother is. And um, show himself, well, paint himself in a good light, really. Uh, possibly even put himself in the shop window. Um, although, you know, it's, it's, it's early days, isn't it? It's, it's hard to say. Suppose we'll know more tomorrow after the game. Uh, and then we come on to my overall World Cup predictions. Now, as I say, I'm doing a group by group one. So I can't really... I can't really go into detail of who's going to get out of each group, who's going to who's going to face who in the round of 16, who's going to do this, who's going to do that. But I did do the predictor. I went on the Telegraph predictor or whatever it was, the Mail Online predictor. I did it all the way through and I came out with a France versus Spain final. I think I had France beating... It's, it's not coming to me. France beating Germany in the semis, that's correct. I had France beating Germany in the semis and I had Spain beating Brazil. Now, I, I, you know, I could be wrong, it could be the other half of the draw, really. But now, I had Argentina getting beat off France. That doesn't sound right. No, I had Argentina getting beat off Spain, I think, actually, yeah. Um, is that right? Yeah, I think so. Pretty sure that was the case. It was either France or Spain to beat Argentina um, in the quarters. Um, I had, I had, it came out Colombia versus England in the in the last sixteen, and then Germany versus England in the in the quarters. I had, I, I have us down as beating Colombia. Um, I'm not even sure I believe that. I'm not sure anyone believes that. But you know we'll we'll see. We have to we have to remain optimistic, and I'm you know as always I I I will. Fervently support them until the moment that full whistle, full time whistle blows on the tournament, on our tournament, and and it goes back to the usual doom and gloom. Gareth Southgate gets his P forty five, and we all go about our business as if nothing happened, and then we get excited, waiting for the next two years to happen. Um, I'm just trying to think of any other notable predictions I made. Not real. I I mean I pretty much picked favourites like as you'd expect uh, and I came out with a France-Spain final um, which many won't agree with a, a lot of people will actually say you know you've got them wrong them semi-finals it, it, it should be Germany beating France and Brazil beating Spain that may end up the case I just don't feel that Germany that squad I look at the squad and I think mm, it's not quite got the steel it used to when it had Schweinsteiger in, 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 in the midfield and Jan Lahm I mean, don't get me wrong, Joshua Kimmich is a fucking class operator. He is a very, 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 very good player. Um, and and I mean, the entire Germany backline is, to be fair, you've still, you've still got you still got uh, Rudiger as well at Chelsea. I'll always love, um, you know, he, he, he's, a, he's a top operator. Same, same with Hector, he, he's very good. Um, but, I, I, you know, I... You've got to fancy France, haven't you? I mean, even if you look at the the the, the eleven that France or the 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 theoretical eleven France could have made with their with who they've left out, it's just astonishing, isn't it? The amount of talent in that team is ridiculous. Whether they've gelled or not remains to be seen. I watched their um, their warm up friendly against Colombia 
um, and they uh, went 2-0 up and then ended up losing 3-2. Um, they, uh, you know, have they got what it takes? Have they got the stones on the international stage? Possibly not. I, I mean, I do so. I, I made that prediction before the warm-up and I was just like, I mean, they were fast out of the blocks and they blew they blew them away in the first half and then it just sort of capitulated and it was just... I mean, it could have been more than 3-2 as well. Like, don't get that don't get that twisted. It could have been more than 3-2. Um, so so in, in that respect, maybe I'm having second doubts about France. I'm certainly having second doubts about Spain, which leads us on wonderfully to the next point that... Um, Julian the Lima from Madagascar has been uh, sent on his way, sent to Madrid early. Um, astonishing, really. Um, 24 hours before, I mean, it was only announced, uh, was it announced today, uh, yesterday or the day before, um, that he was going to leave Spain after the World Cup for Real Madrid. Um, a, a, a class manager, may I add, a, a very good manager, um, you know what his work at Porto was great as well. Had a good team there, made a good account of himself. Um, so he's a very good manager, and uh, he sh- he should do really, really, really well for Madrid. Although he has got a, a job on his hands, um, replacing them geriatrics and putting them all in a care home and bringing some youth team players through, or certainly getting some young blood in. Uh, but but you know I do feel that he's a good manager and he should he should do that now now the the, the thing we get to is this this extraordinary sacking out of the blue uh, I mean out the I say out of the blue there were there were murmurs uh, it, you know this morning um, just before the decision was made that, that that there was some discontent over I mean ultimately it is over the Madrid thing it's not just randomly come about um, Guillaume Balaguer. The all-seeing, all-knowing, fucking bearded clam of football uh, has, has said that the Spanish FA have, uh, have wanted to do it for quite some time. And this was very much the straw that broke the camel's back. Apparently the players didn't want him to go and stood up for him. Sergio Ramos in particular has, has apparently been very vocal in, in, in defending him. Um, but he's gone. He has gone. He's been sent on his way. Um, and yeah, wow. Um, really out of the blue. Really throws a spanner into the work for World Cup. Of course, they have got Fernando Hierro there, who, who they have appointed, but the Bolton Wanderers legend, um, who uh, you know was actually linked with the Real Madrid job, no less. Uh, and he's been in in and around the setup. You know, by all accounts, he's blossoming into a bit of decent coach, but he's been thrown out of the frying pan and into the fire. Really, like. Is he really... The thing with Spain is, we say they've got a class, you know, they've just got the players that you can throw on a pitch and they're going to win anyway. But we've seen the past few tournaments, haven't we? Possibly not Euro 2016 since since they looked a bit more cleverer there, uh, or more clever um, there. Um, Although even then they didn't do that well, did they, to be honest? Murata looked a bright spark in that tournament, lol. And he's not made this one. We've seen, particularly 2014 World Cup, the last World Cup, of course there will be wanting to exercise the demons, um, Iniesta will be wanting to um, to certainly, um, well, effectively bow out on a high. Uh, certainly, they do have the quality there, 
But we've seen that even even with the system, even with the system they know, or, or well, it was the system they know sort of, but they were trying to accommodate Diego Costa, who made the choice to play for him at that time. Sorry, I have a very itchy throat. I, I've had a horrible, horrible bouts of, of the, the common cold, as it was, over the past few weeks, and it, and it has really struck again. So apologies if I... I stop at any point, uh, although we are 28 minutes in now, so I'm sure by this point it's happened many a time. Where was I? Yes, I think. I, I, I really went on a, on a trip there, didn't I? Let's get it back to... They've got Fernando Hierro in. And... They should still do all right. Whether they get to the final is, is massively debatable now. Uh, it, it, you know, it'd be one of them stories, but you know, so it could be a France Brazil final, which would be uh, an exciting game in prospect. Uh, that would be a repeat, a throwdown of uh, a, 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 a throwback, a throwdown. What the fuck am I on about? Uh, anyway, a throwback to the '98 final. Um. In which Brazil will be out for revenge, uh, and Gabriel Jesus will be hoping to put in a better job than Ronaldo did when Ronaldo went all Gillian McKeith before the '98 final. Or oh, we could indeed have Germany versus Brazil, a repeat of the 2002 final. Um, in terms of more happier memories for Brazil fans, in terms of Germany fans, you can't look past 7 1 really, um, as we saw in. Was that the last World Cup? Yeah, it must have been, must have been, yeah. So yeah, again another another past World Cup, um, uh, you know, opportunity. Oh, excuse me, excuse me so much. I'm a dickhead. Uh, an opportunity for revenge. Um, I, I'm I'm gonna I'll stick to me guns and say France versus Spain. With ultimately, uh, I think. Wait, did I have Spain win it? I think I. Th think I, I may have in, in my head in my head when I was thinking about it I, I had France winning but I think I may have chose Spain um, and and from what I've seen of France certainly you know that's not beyond the realms like Spain I, I, I said this I said this about Euro 2016 I said you know watch out for Spain they're going to come back you know, they've brought, you know, I say the young blood, Isco's not exactly young now, is he? But, like, he'd got into the, he'd got into the outfit by them. And, you know, they'd, they'd, they'd ditched a lot of the 2014 players and you thought, yeah, well, now they can really crack on and, you know, it never quite surfaced. But Spain have genuine talent. So good that it's genuine, not just genuine, genuine talent. Uh, in in all areas of the pitch, and I just feel in terms of squad quality, it's just it's just brilliant. Um, the manager thing, now it it can go one or two ways because ultimately the damage was probably been the, the idea is that he announced it before the World Cup so that he, he you know I can't remember what the logic for it was actually. I was about I was about to say he announced it before the World Cup so that. There wasn't that maybe it was the rumours that, that was swaying the head of the team. But now you're just thinking like, well this man doesn't even want to like manage us. Like this this man is on his way out anyway. Like why do we bother? Like 
surely more discontent. I mean, in the first place, to announce it before the World Cup was just a silly fucking decision anyway. Like, the actual Real Madrid announcement. Um, so, you know, there's only so far you can go, really. Um, but I actually do quite admire the spine, the spine, the spine, the spine, the, uh, the Spain FA for just, just, just fucking saying, all right, mate, on your bike, like, we're not having that. Um, you know, it, it could, you know, I get that the players were close to him, but it could be a very good thing. It could, you know, get them focused now. You know, don't have someone there who's pretty much like the spare part, who's got one eye on the future. You've got Fernando Hierro who will put in a, a fucking shift to ensure that everything is prepared, ready to go. Um, and, and yeah, so so I, I, I still quite fancy uh, Spain to triumph, I think. Um, I'm going to stick to my guns and say that. Um, however unlikely it may be after today's and the uh, days prior to today. However, the uh, events of them may have unfolded in ways that we didn't quite expect. Uh, but... It is what it is, and I think I'll call it there. It'll uh, my actual podcast every night will probably end up being a lot longer. Like you're talking about an hour, because if I'm reviewing every game and then predicting every game, and then and then giving star players players to watch, etc., it will end up taking a lot of time. With also general news as well, like news about other stuff that may kick off, like I don't know, like Delhi Ali and shagging. Russian transvestite storm, fucking, you know, we could, that could happen. That could happen, likely. So, you know, it. I, I'm really gonna try and stay on top of this stuff. Um, you know, but sometimes life does get in the way. But I'll always try my best to, maybe even catch up as well if I miss. I, I mean, I, I think I'm probably gonna miss a few on Friday and Saturday. Um this coming weekend certainly um, and you know I, I will try my best to stay on top of it as much as possible but the, as, as I say like the, you know life doesn't stop is effectively what I'm saying I wish it was 2010 where I watched every single game again but unfortunately that isn't to be um, and I've just sort of got to gotta get on with that adult life eh uh, and it's a good time. It's a good job I'm finishing this podcast because my eyes have gone really fucking mongy, uh, primarily from hay fever, but also very tired. I can't keep my eyes straight. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna call it there, um, and then I'm gonna probably upload this. I, I might upload this straight away tonight. It's it's quarter to eleven on the thirteenth of June as we speak. I may upload it tonight. I'm, I mean, you know, maybe this app will also say you got to pay for it, in which case I'd be monumentally pissed off. And also, if you don't get a podcast tomorrow night, then you'll know that, again, I've been struck by the curse of uh, money, basically, or lack thereof. Uh, and uh, that is about it. So, Russia won, Saudi Arabia won is my prediction. Um, I'm probably going to go for a uh, Shegoev goal and for Saudi Arabia I'm going to go for Ali Baba Adad. Um and uh, yeah we'll, we'll just sort of we'll, we'll see, see see what happens uh, but you know give, give me your feedback as always give me what you liked 
I I openly welcome discussion. Uh, it's not I, I if listening to this back, I know this hasn't been the most exciting episode ever. I'm a bit full of a cold. Um, the, the, you know, there's not a lot on the agenda. Bit stop start, but it will get better. Uh, this is just the introductory one. Keep an ear out. Make sure to follow me throughout the tournament, uh, and I will take you all the way there and give you all my thoughts which you all long to hear um but that's it from me signing out fluky your boy he's signing off and i will um see you all in the not so distant future ta-ra